truth, their truth. The truth, learn the difference. Please raise your right hand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Response, I do. If you've never been in a court of law, then you have at least seen this scenario play out on a screen in some TV drama. But in these here streets, people swear by any extreme to get the other party to believe what they are saying to be true. Rhetoric like, I'll put my hand on the Bible, on God, on my mama, on my kids, on my life even, has said everyone who was probably lying. True lies. Okay, maybe not everyone, but a whole lot of folks know what I'm talking about. Allegedly has fast become the phrase used to invoke the plausible deniability clause. You know, just in case the other person finds the truth by some other means. Even when we know we're being shady, we want to convince the other party we are being honest, whether it be a lie of omission or flat-out denial. Let me just tell you, if it's not the truth, in its entirety, my friend, it is. Therefore, henceforth, now and forevermore, a bona fide lie. Some lies are so notorious they will be a running joke for the rest of humanity. Like Bill Clinton who said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Or OJ's lawyer, the late Johnny Cochran, who cleverly said, If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Millie Vanilli was living their best life, lip-syncing their way to stardom. Or, if we take it biblically, Peter said, Not once, not twice, but three times. Who, me? I know not the man. And then the cock crew. Abraham told dudes, pie like Sarah was his sister. He wasn't trying to take on that kind of heat her being his wife would bring. The State Farm commercial that coined the phrase, If it's on the internet, it must be true. It's hilarious until it's you that's gone viral. And what is being said is as the USA's commander-in-chief would call it, fake news. All this made me wonder, what is truth? Why is it necessary? And will the truth really make you free, as the Bible implies? Liar, liar, pants on fire. I'm no stranger to a good lie, even though Caribbean parents drilled it in our heads that a liar is a thief and a thief is a murderer. Sunday school further taught us that Satan was the father of lies and the truth was not in him. And as a kid, you didn't want to be associated with anything that resembled the devil. Still, no matter what happened, as you grew from adolescence to adulthood, lying became more effortless than truth. It was always the neighbor who broke the window it was never you that moved the change from the ashtray. And yes, Miss Johnson, I did my homework, but I accidentally on purpose left it home. As if all that wasn't bad enough, every parent died a little when their kid said, My mommy say tell you she ain't a womb, to the Jehovah's Witness entourage, or better yet, the home service insurance agent. I suppose the aversion to truth started since Eve let the serpent swing her with what, of all things, a lie parading as the truth. 
I suppose that's where the truth hurts got started. Not really. Because since then, life has been real struggly. Jack Nicholson's character in A Few Good Men made this infamous lie notorious when people want to avoid telling the truth. Honestly, you can't handle the truth should make the coded sound signaling the end of that relationship. Once you hear that line, you already know you're about to get hit with something that will shift your whole trajectory. While we have tantrums demanding the truth, or we concluded if someone was honest up front that we'd be better for it, truth often is the thing that serves a real deadly blow. True story. Truths like, yes, you are fat in those jeans. No, he's not leaving his wife for you. And yes, your breath is atrocious are some enlightenments that leave you feeling some kind of way. While according to the Bible, knowing the truth is what makes you free, it makes me aware that not accepting the truth is what keeps us bound. Now, before you think I'm anti-Jesus or something, let me explain. Could no one tell me that dude I liked in high school was not my one? We had our first names fused together, forming the perfect baby name. How in Sam's Hill could we not end up hitched? Never mind, I was a trifling heifer, but when he decided enough was enough and moved on, I was like, yeah, okay, he'll be back. Next thing I knew, Home Skillet was sending out invites to his nuptials. Yet, there I was, frozen, two years in a holding pattern. Because, hey, this chick he is dating is only a phase. He just needs to get me back, and that's fine. I just have to give him some time, right? Wrong. Needless to say, time forged him a relationship worth investing the rest of his life in. Yikes! Now, had I accepted his truth, or maybe just the truth, that he was done? Well, I could have been doing something more productive with my life. And there you have it. It was my first lesson in knowing there was a difference between my truth, his truth, and the truth. Reality is you can love someone and still choose someone else. And when I say love, I don't mean those obsessed, stalkerish things we sometimes do. It could just be me, but I think there are some people who pass through your life that you'll always have mad love for, but it doesn't mean they are meant for you. Thing is, we go investing emotions before we do the background checks, and next thing you know, your soul is tied to an imposter. In this case, my truth became, sugar, your mojo not that good. His truth, he was ready for stability, and I wasn't it. The truth, while high school sweethearts turn life partners is a beautiful story to tell the kids, 16-year-old us versus adult us was no longer making sense. Anyways, fast forward some years later, I started talking to another fella. We hit it off right away. Because let's face it, y'all know those interim conversations be lit. We perfect spitting our best game till the sun comes up. Absolute first conversation, guys. I said to this dude, I'm not super affectionate, I'm not touchy-feely, and I'm not into heavy PDA. To which he replied, Cool beans, not a problem. I can live with that. 
On the contrary, he was the let's hold hands walking down the street, I love yous every day after every conversation kind of man. Needless to say, I know how dudes go. And because this wasn't my first rodeo, experience has taught me that some things need to be addressed up front. So, on six different occasions, in six different ways, I ask this man, what is it that you need from me if I'm to be your partner? Verbatim, he said, nothing, Raquel, you're perfect. Everything with you is so easy. PSA, public service announcement. Ladies, if you hear this, I promise you in the words of Tyler Perry, just lose your mind one time up front so you can erase the illusion of perfection. I kid you not, 2.5 months in, dude says, sorry ma'am. But I'm going to have to call it quits because this non-affection thing isn't working for me. Uh? (laughs) Now what now? But dude, I ask you. I told you. You you know what? Just, just, Just never mind. Now let me bring this into a greater focus for you. Not because I didn't communicate well. Not because I was a nag. Not because I cheated or was being shady. Not because I was too demanding or too needy for that matter. Not because I had unrealistic expectations. No, this man walked away because I wasn't initiating being handsy and lovey-dovey. Well, cut my legs and call me shorty. I was floored. Now y'all don't come for me because this had nothing to do with sex. I see you thinking it. And yes, maybe I could have done more. Possibly I could have complied, but homeboy didn't even give me a chance to try. Still, when I tell you I laughed, I mean I was tickled pink. It all made me realize the 80-20 rule is not a myth. As I mulled over the situation in my mind, I realized, no, Raquel, you actually are affectionate. In retrospect, there are maybe two out of the four relationships where affection was not lacking. In this case, my truth was I just wasn't that into him. His truth? My other qualities could not compensate for that one area where his love language was not being fulfilled. The truth? While there was no friction, there was no chemistry either. And unless I was looking for a lifetime BFF, this was not going to work. Period. It's all relative. Let me just put it out there. That a fact is different from the truth. I see hashtags and comments on social media all the time and people seem to use these words interchangeably. But I assure you, they are not the same. A fact is something that's indisputable, based on empirical research and quantifiable measures. Facts go beyond theories. They're proven through calculation and experience. There's something that definitively occurred in the past. Truth is entirely different. It may include fact, but it can also include belief. People will often accept things as true because they fall closer to their comfort zone, assimilate easily into their comfort zone, or reflect their preconceived notions of reality. Bottom line, facts are indisputable. 
truth is acceptable. Let me paint you a picture. If you get a call at 9.45 p.m. and the person on the other end says, hey, let's go for a drive. If you immediately pull out your Victoria's Secret Spring Catalog Page 5 Hot Pink Lace Ensemble, take a bath, then proceed to lather your entire body in coconut oil and slip into a maxi dress, you, my friend, is not going out with the resolve to take in the sights. You are armed with underlining but welcomed intentions. Fact Hardly any woman leaving the house at 10 p.m. accompanied by a fella is on her way to sing Kumbaya and pontificate on last Sunday's sermon. You are not assuming the position of prayer warrior on the third watch at the grotto. And although you may be calling on God, I assure you it's not for him to come to your rescue. Truth? You know you wanted it because you planned for it. You know you would like it because it was premeditated. And as Moses narrated in Genesis, and it was good. E. True Hollywood Story In this season's Chronicles of a Church Girl articles, I have told many of my truths, ones that I don't care to repeat. While they include characters that have graced the stage of my life, I am merely telling you things from my perspective. This all reminded me of my first published book and how I cringed during the entire editing process. Why? Because I could not believe the levels of clownish malarkey I was entangled with. The more I read, the more I hung my head in horror at the things I did and the things I allowed to be done. All because I rejected, I mean outright refused to believe the truth. No matter how many times it whacked me upside the head, I was adamant that I was the bee's knees and it, meaning life, could never happen to me. Oh, but it had. And it did. Over and repeatedly. Now, as I approach being on the earth for the length of a generation, I've learned some truths and I'll share. Some you may need and some you didn't even know you needed. My Truths. The more I learn, the less I know. If I am eligible for grace, so is the person that wronged me. Changing my geographical location doesn't mean I've moved on. I am not just changing, but evolving. Forgiveness is hard, but it's easier than holding a grudge. Being kind to myself is where self-love begins. I am enough, just not for everyone. So I learned to say no. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, and that's okay. Things true for them. They probably didn't mean to hurt you. They are not perfect. Sometimes their decisions has nothing to do with me. When a person says, I don't know, maybe they really don't know. Their life does not revolve around me. They cannot read my mind. Their happiness is not my responsibility. Sometimes I was a disappointment to them too. The truth. The no is working for me and not against me. Home is not a place. All of us are trying to figure it out. We are all a little broken. Whatever is believed is true. The power of two is not exclusive to husband and wife. 
everything comes down to a decision. Jesus is indeed real. Tell the truth and shame the devil. While you may not be a wooden boy whose nose grows when you tell a lie, thank God, know that truth should not be something you use when it's convenient. Truth requires you to be real. It calls for acceptance, whether you like it or not. Your truth should not be about pleasing others, nor is your truth contingent on someone else's reality. While their truth may not be what you want to hear, the truth may actually be a more natural pill to swallow. As the saying goes, there are three sides to a story. My side, your side, and the truth. When translated means what you believe, what they believe, and what actually is. If you live life in the latter, you are less likely to be surprised. Until next time. Thank <laughs> you.